Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining another episode of the She Rises Studios podcast. Hello, everybody. Thank you Carlos, for joining the She Rises Studios podcast. CEO my name is Studios. Nicole Curtis, and Nicole I am the Curtis, CEO of She Rises Studios, and I am your today. host today. She is the host As the She Rises Studios podcast, founders, Hannah and Adriana, are actually out sick nerd, today, and is the so international I am so excited to be able to be here, who teaches um, female and entrepreneurs well, the art I'm of self-trust so they can have high-impact heart-centered sales. Conversions that convert. So Shauna, she has uh, done this for 11 years and teaches her clients to create success through unconventional means like emotional mastery, mind-body connection, and human design. Today, Shauna is going to talk about the main thing that's stopping you from selling your one to $10,000 product or services. She is a coach, mentor, and healer. This one's for you. So thank you so much, Shauna. Welcome here today, and we are grateful to have you. Thank you, Adriana. Yes, my name is Shauna Kathleen. I currently live in Ohio. And what I do right now is I teach mainly female online entrepreneurs somatic sales, like you heard in the intro. And my story on that is that I started in door-to-door sales about 10 years ago. And I could see that the systems of sales and the systems of business did their job to make people money. But really quickly, my soul took a tanking because there was no purpose behind the systems. I was getting taught really gross sales strategies. And long story short, I got out of that job after a year and a half and I ended up very sick. And through my healing process, um, I actually learned that the mind works best with the body and the body works best with the mind. And when I could integrate those two things, I could have access to my soul or whatever whatever you deem to be divine. And I brought that into my now business Soulbind, and I created something called Somatic Sales, which taps into the body and also uses strategies of business so we can feel really good and we can use our sales act to help us benefit and help our clients benefit. That's really cool. I love how your background kind of turned into what you do now and kind of, it sounds like you kind of worked out some of the kinks into what you had to go through with your previous experience and mix in with your new one. Uh, What would be one of the hardest transitions you've had to do from your previous, what you did before and then turning it into your own business? So when I realized that I wanted to start a business, like a life coaching business, I I still don't prefer that term, but that's what it was at the time. um, Because I had gone through my own healing journey through autoimmune disease. I hired my first business coach and within a month and a half, I had my first like high ticket, painful, happy client. And I noticed that I could do sales really well. And so the next step for me, because I was now, I had, had, I had this spiritual awakening and I wanted everything to be for the good of collective evolution. I got to really take a really hard look at where my intentions were because I was so I was so good at sales and my closing rate was so good. I got to take a very hard look at my intentions behind it and really sort of alchemize what some would consider ego-based sales strategies into heart-centered for the good of all as I'm profiting. And so it was learning how to tap into unlimited abundance when that real life money is on the line, because at the time I had not been working for a year and a half, I was bedridden from being very sick. 
Um, and that healing process is hard in its own right, but really integrating these two very different things of like human, human money and lots of it and, um, you know, heart centered want for everybody to be in a good spot, nobody to feel pushed and it to be good for, yes, it to be good for everyone. I felt like my word screwed up there, but. No, you're fine. You're fine. It, it's it's hard when you're talking about this and you're looking in depth. And that's kind of why we ask these kind of questions, because it really gives the listener an understanding into what it takes to build what you've been building. And it's, you know, open and honest. Yep. And um, we, we love to hear that portion of it because it's important. It really does sink into the listener into what it is that you're doing. So I have on here that you have your kick your cells and can you confirm what that is, that title and um, how you set up your sales call for it says wild success. Oh yeah. So it's kick sales ick because I'm finding that people feel icky, icky around sales. And I want to make something really clear for anybody listening because I'm sure you guys are very aware of this, that any sort of yuck or selfishness or, you know, self-identity that comes up around wanting to make more money or wanting to start making money in business, that comes up when I speak a lot, just with the word sales alone, that will show up and people will be like, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not any good at sales. I just don't really want to learn sales. I, I love everything else, but I want somebody else to sell for me. And I just want to remind everybody that that ick, that grossness, that sort of contraction in the body is here to support you on the journey in your business. And I'm going to explain why and that leads into that training. But I wanted to get that out of the way because that those triggers, even just the word sales, the word money, these can be very triggering for a lot of people, even if these people are making money because we're still changing around our self-concept. Um, and so the kick sales ick training came about because I had been a co-coach in this business development program working with female entrepreneurs. Um, I got hired on as a, as a coach. And for a year and a half, I brought many, many, many women. It was like 30 in each round. There was like five rounds. Um, many women from the beginning stages of their business to creating uh, an offer, to selling that offer. And some of those women were brand new and they ended up making like $14,000. Some of those women weren't new, but they learned a new way to do it. And what I saw over and over and over again was everybody loved everything. They loved supporting people. They loved creating. They loved um, content after they worked through some self-expression stuff. Everybody loved every part. But once we got to the sales, all the excuses were there. All of the ick was there. All of the nasties were there. <laughs> and it was specifically in that program where I learned how to speak what I had learned to do subconsciously. And it's, it's seeing that self expansion within the sales process. We're not just expanding the clients, we're expanding in every conversation ourselves. And so after I had finished coaching in that program, I decided I wanted to teach this. And so I called it kick sales ick because it's using that sales ick to support you in being in being better. And so I use this example of the gluten-free Oreo. Uh, I eat very healthy, ridiculously healthy. And if I have cookies in the house, I'm going to eat them till they're gone. Um, and I'm going to not feel good about it. And so gluten-free Oreos are one of my favorites. So if I have those in the house, 
I will eat them till they're gone. I know that about myself. When I see the gluten-free Oreos, I have the conversation in my head like, listen, maybe we don't want to buy those right now because you're going to bring them home and you're going to eat all of them and you're going to feel like shit and that's going to go into the next two or three days. And because I know that about myself and because I see that ick that's possible for me, I don't buy them often. Not that I never do, but I, I don't get them every time I'm at the store. And so that's a beautiful thing. I see this possibility for me that feels icky and I, because I see that I can choose differently. So when it comes to sales ick, when we feel sales ick, that's because we have the potential to be gross, snaky salespeople. That potential is in us to be this, in these very selfish sales conversations. And so we get to use that to tap back into our heart space and tap back into unlimited potential and tap back into cooperation over competition and use that for our benefit. So that's the kick sales ick training. And that's turned into a whole somatic sales um, course that's going to be coming out in the first of the year. So I hope that answered your question. Yes, it does. Thank you, Shauna. And Nicole, I want to go to you because you have a background in sales as well. So can you give us a little bit of maybe what you've kind of got some takeaways from Shauna and what she's talking about, but maybe if you have a follow-up question for her as well. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've been in sales and marketing um, for over a little, a little over 12 years. Um, that's what I did when I worked in corporate America. I did uh, financial services for eight years, and then I worked at a radio station um, and did radio advertising marketing for mm-hmm. local businesses in my area. Um, and I, when you're talking about the ick, there's been many times in my professional careers where there were moments, you know, and just transparency here where it was all about the sale. It was all about, you know, having that mindset of people and being numbers and money versus people being human beings and actually listening to what their needs are and then filling it that way. Um, So I can relate with what you were saying in regards to that whole it feeling and just being um, just internally taking it in as being selfish in that. Um, and I think for, for me in my, in my personal journey with that, it was, um, understanding that about myself and being realistic with myself in that, and then deciding to change my perspective in sales and to grow into my sales process and grow, um, in my professional career in sales, um, when I was doing that. So I really appreciated that you actually spoke about that to our audience and listeners and just bringing that up because I think it is, it's so easy at times, especially if you're in a profession where you're being driven from your boss or managers or, um, you know, the higher up to, you know, hit your sales goals, hit your quotas. And that's the focus main point. And it comes from up top and trickles down to the sales representatives. Um, that it can be really easy to get into that mindset too. But I think mm-hmm. once you tap into your inner energy and you're in come about it from, in conversations with whoever you're speaking to in the, in sales, um, when you're doing it for the right reasons, I personally believe that that it, that it isn't presented, isn't, is it present? Um, because you're coming at, you're coming at it from a heart place. You're coming at it from service more than just, looking at them as a number and in money. Um, 
So I really appreciated you, Shauna, for um, going into that and sharing that, especially with the background that I have and have fallen into. Um, mm. I, I think one of the questions I'd really love to hear from you is when did you have that aha moment in your um, in your professional career or in your, you know when you started in your, in your business that aha moment of when that flipped for you as well in regards to the ick to it actually being something that you love and are passionate about and the story changed for you. Yes. Thank you for that share. It's always like being in a corporate type of sales is, is its own kind of like you have to be there to understand it. So I appreciate that. Um, I do just want to add just for anybody listening for what you shared the sales ick, once we can drop into the heart, I think gets to go away, but it's practice. So we get to just like keep, continue to see it in the moment and choose differently in the moment when we're in those sales conversations. So, um, yes, your question. I actually, when you were talking, a specific moment came up and it wasn't actually about my journey learning what I call somatic sales, like using the body to guide us. It was about, seeing something in my clients because I had been, like I said, very sick and I had dropped into this very um, spiritual life loving experience. And so my whole world at the time was finding opportunity and abundance everywhere I looked and translating that to my clients who I was teaching sales at the time was the challenge for me. And I was always really naturally good at it, but I wanted them to feel it like, like I felt it. And I remember it was like the third round of coaching these women on how to do sales calls and, you know, write copy and stuff. Because if you have sales ick, that's going to backpedal into even just your content or showing up on stories. And I remember this, they were having, they were struggling. My team was. I led a team of like 10 myself and they were struggling so bad. And so I decided I wanted to get on and do these, these, a different kind of sales training with these mock sales calls. And I was going to take them through everything that I said, how I said it, what was moving through my mind when I said it. And I did that with it, like four or five groups of different women. And I watched those girls and women move from like <laughs> freaking hating the thought of getting on a sales call, just just hated it, move in, in the span of a day from seeing how those sales calls, they were, they were thrilled, they were excited, they, they were craving to get on sales calls because they could see the expansion that was available to them and to their clients when they chose to take that opportunity and step into it. And so that was really, really defining for me because I knew at that moment that I really had something to teach. I want to kind of switch gears here for a moment too, because you gave us a lot of information into your background, into the sales, into why you've created what you've done, why you do what you do and why you believe in it so strong and with heart. So I want to kind of put on the cap of if I were one of your clients, I'm listening as a listener right now and I'm identifying with everything that you're saying. I kind of want to know if I'm going to take my next step with having you as one of my coaches um, or getting involved with one of your programs. What is one of the first steps that that you take with your clients? 
It depends where they are. So if they are somebody who is brand new into business, I would support them in feeling safe in expressing their opinions and their gifts online. And so a lot of times with my clients, there's fear of showing up on stories. There's fear of posting opinions. There's fear of being different because if we become different in our minds, we are away from the pack, right? And that's like a threat to our lives. So a lot of the times it's work on feeling safe and self-expression, which is directly correlated to sales down the line, but we're not even going to get there first. Um, If somebody comes and works with me who has experience with sales, doesn't like it, or they've been, you know, doing one single sessions for a really long time and they want to put together a larger package, at that point, I'm going to take them and I'm going to dive them into their own history to really show and highlight their expertise. Because a lot of times we can forget, we can compare, we can do all these things. And once they can see their expertise from their his- from their history, excuse me, I'm shivering. I'm sitting in the car. <clears throat> I can feel my voice shivering. No um, <laughs> <laughs> once they can clearly see their expertise and what they have to offer in a very tangible way, um, I take them, all of my clients, I take them into emotional mastery practices. That's going to support us every step of our expansion. So... Um, after they can see their expertise, then we move them into selling. And then I work with them like every step of seeing what comes up every time they sell. And then we, we, I teach them how to alchemize it so they can then do that for themselves each time after that. And then that can lead into a thousand different ways of learning how to receive no's and feel good about it, learning how to support the other person. If somebody gets on a call, everybody's fear is somebody gets on a call, they tell me no. Well, how good would it feel if they get on a call, you guys collectively choose not to work together, and they still feel empowered saying no, and you feel great leaving the call. So we work through that. We work through how to receive large amounts of money and feel worthy of that. And so it's it's highly dependent on where that person is in their business. And where they're trying to express. Got it. And you have your sell your heart out collection. I love the different titles that you have in, you know, this is where you learn how to, and then eliminate your fears of sales once and for all. And kind of talk us a little bit through that, that program right there. The sell your heart out. So yeah, the sell your heart out was a training that is now going to be incorporated into a larger semantic sales Um, package that's coming in the beginning of the year but the sell your heart out the the way that I how can I say the way that that I presented that specific training was solely focused around the sales conversation that's a lot of my training is solely focused around that conversation because I find that that's where we can do the most inner work Um, but the sell your heart out was going through each individual part of the sales conversation and seeing how we can tap into universal abundance or heart-centered cooperation within like each and every sentence. And I think that really supports in so many ways. And in that specific training, this is where 
we pair strategy with, you know, feminine flow, this masculine strategy with this feminine flow. And there's a, there's a, a, a scientifically backed way to have a really high impact sales conversation. For me, it's the three, three methods. So there's three pieces and each piece has three parts. And so I teach that. And that works. That's the system that works. When I was going door to door, that was a system that worked. If you hit 30 houses in a day and you did these things in this order, you could almost be guaranteed to sell on that day. And so we take the strategy and then we make it feel really good by going through it, teaching everybody how to like, like utilize what's coming up in their body. Cause a lot of the times we feel like we're, we're, we feel contracted or we feel scared. We don't know what they're going to say. Or the one thing I hear all the time is people just clients on the other side of the phone will just talk and talk and talk and people don't know how to set proper boundaries. And so, um, we take the sales conversation as a whole, I've never said it this way before. We take the sales conversation as a whole and we make it into a self-development program. That makes sense. I like that. I like that perspective yeah. and, and viewpoint on it. Before we let you get out of here, I want you to give us what your overall message is to our listeners and how they can find you. Um, I was sitting in the car right before this started and I wanted to tap in and see what that was. And my overall message is that when I come to this and everything that I teach, in order for us to be the selfless versions of ourselves that we want, in order for us to support whatever our collective is, whether that's our family, our relationship, our community, our state, or the, the larger collective, in order for us to be selfish and serve that expansion, we get to learn how to be selfish and set really good boundaries for ourselves. That's going to show up in the sales conversation. That's how I teach it. It's going to show up in our day-to-day. And I call that being selfishly selfless. And so when, when anybody, if you, anybody listening, can just look around at their life and decide where you want to put a boundary where you get to be a little bit more selfish. Maybe you have morning time and you like to read in the morning and your boyfriend or husband likes to jab your ear off, but you do that because you love, you love him, but you also feel like you're not nourishing yourself reading in the morning. I challenge you to make it for the good of everybody and set that boundary and say, Hey babe, I love to read in the morning. And if you just give me an hour of silence in the morning, I know I'm going to show up happier to our relationship. I'm going to be less bitchy throughout the day. So if you could please help me out and we can do this together, set that boundary. That's no different than, than sales. It really is not any different. And you're going to see how you being a little bit more selfish is going to support the collective around you. That would be my message. I love it. I got chills just from that because setting boundaries is very, very important. Where can the listeners find you? And do you have any upcoming events or projects that you want to let them know about? Yeah, so listeners can find me on Instagram or Facebook, Shauna Kathleen on both. Um, I have a podcast called the Goldmine Podcast. So on either of my socials, there's a link in the bio that takes you to literally everything. Um, the podcast, the season two of the podcast has some sales 
trainings in there and sales theories. You can listen to me there. Any questions can go to any DMs, Instagram or Facebook. I have email, hello at shawnacathleen.com. So I think the easiest thing, that was like 10, is if you go to either of my socials, Facebook or Instagram, Shauna Kathleen, the link in the bio will take you to everything that you need and you can feel free to message me anywhere. And I would just look out for more sales trainings and the somatic sales um, bundle that's going to come out in January. Super exciting. Thank you so, so much, Shauna Kathleen, for joining us. You are a rock star. I cannot wait for listeners to check you out and go ahead and take advantage of your different programs that you have, eliminate their fears and sales, and sell their hearts out. Thank you so much, Kathleen and Nicole. Thank you so much, everybody, and we will be back soon. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.